Thus have you heard our cause and known our means. And my most noble friends, I pray you all speak plainly your opinions of our hopes. And first, Lord Marshal, what say you to it? I will allow the occasion of our arms, but gladly would be better satisfied how in our means we should advance ourselves to look with forehead bold and big enough upon the power and puissance of the king. Our present musters grow upon the file to five and twenty thousand men of choice, and our supplies live largely in the hope of great Northumberland, whose bosom burns with an incessant fire of injuries. Uh, the question then, Lord Hastings, standeth thus, whether our present five and twenty thousand may hold up head without Northumberland. With him we may. Yea, Mary, there's the point. Uh, but if without him we be thought too feeble, my judgment is we should not step too far till we had his assistance by the hand. For in a theme so bloody-faced as this, conjecture, expectation, and surmise of aids in certain should not be admitted. Tis very true, Lord Bardolph, for indeed it was young Hotspur's case at Shrewsbury. It was, my lord, who lined himself with hope, eating the air and promise of supply, flattering himself in project of a power much smaller than the smallest of his thoughts. And so, with great imagination, proper to madmen, he led his powers to death, and winking leapt into destruction. But, by your leave, it never yet did hurt to lay down likelihoods and forms of hope. Yes, if this present quality of war, indeed the instant action a cause on foot, lives so in hope, as in an early spring we see the appearing buds which... To prove fruit, hope gives not so much warrant as despair that frosts will bite them. When we mean to build, we first survey the plot, then draw the model. And when we see the, fi the figure of the house, then we must rate the cost of the erection, which if we find outweighs ability, what do we then? But draw anew the model in fewer offices, or at least desist to build at all. Much more, in this great work, which is almost to pluck a kingdom down and set another up, should we survey the plot of situation and the model consent upon a sure foundation, question surveyors, know our state, how able such work to undergo to weigh against his opposite. Or else we fortify in paper and in figures using the names of men instead of men like one that draws the model of a house beyond his power to build it, who half through gives o'er and leaves his part created cost a naked subject to the weeping clouds and waste for churlish winter's tyranny. Grant that our hopes, yet likely of fair birth, should be stillborn, and that we now possess the utmost of expectation. I think we are a body strong enough, even as we are, to equal with the king. What is the king but five and twenty thousand? To us no more, nay, not so much, Lord Bardolph, for his divisions, as the times do brawl, are in three heads. One power against the French, and one against Glendower, perforce a third must take up us. So is the unfirm king in three divided, and his coffer sound with hollow poverty and emptiness. That he should draw his several strengths together and come against us in full puissance need not be dreaded. If he should do so, he leaves his back unarmed the French and the Welsh baying him at the heels. Never fear that. 
Who is it like should lead his forces hither? The Duke of Lancaster and Westmoreland against the Welsh, himself and Harry Monmouth. But who is substituted against the French, I have no certain notice. Let us on and publish the occasion of our arms. The Commonwealth is sick of their own choice. Their overgreedy love hath surfeited. A habitation giddy and unsure hath he that buildeth on the vulgar heart. O oh, fond many, with what loud applause didst thou beat heaven with blessing Bolingbroke before he was what thou wouldst have him be? And being now trimmed in thine own desires, thou beastly feeder art so full of him that thou provokest thyself to cast him up. So, so, thou common dog, didst thou disgorge thy glutton bosom of the royal Richard. And now thou wouldst eat thy dead vomit up and howls to find it. What trust is in these times? They that when Richard lived would have him die are now become enamored on his grave. Thou that threwst dust upon his goodly head when through proud London he came sighing on after the admired heels of Bolingbroke, Christ now, O earth, yield us that king again, and take thou this. O thoughts of men accursed. Past and to come seems best, things present worst. Shall we go draw our numbers and set on? We are time subjects, and time bids be gone. <laughs>